Podcasting from Brooklyn, New York. This is the Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on this beautiful afternoon that I'm recording this podcast. But you know what? Whenever you choose to join me, morning, afternoon, evening, nighttime, late at night, it doesn't matter. I'd appreciate the likes, the looks, the listens, but of course I would appreciate you hitting that subscribe and notification bell on my YouTube channel, Brooklyn Baritone. Though, do that with no pressure, none at all. Even though I would like the algorithm to swing in my favor. I recently came across a YouTube channel that I watch um, on a regular. It's called Facts Matter with Roman Balmakov. We have no correlation with each other at all, but this is one of the places that I go to for certain information for statistics. He's basically a very good rigid person when it comes to stats and bringing it raw and uncut to the public. Now, this is not the first time I thought about something like that, but he just actually just, you know, made me think about an issue of data collecting because what he went over was basically the CDC utilizing information that it collects to basically have a good idea of when people might have gone to a certain part of the country or the parts of the world where COVID numbers are supposed to be high or spiking so they could see if there they are risks if they went and gather information, farm data from everyone's devices and where they're located, where they're going, if they have big gatherings to figure it's like, a, you know, what they call a super spreader event. And that made me think about, you know, the many resources that our beautiful government here has to collect data and basically track people and surveil. And that brought me all the way back to like, you know, the National Security Act um, and how it was basically used and it was supposed to be acts in place so these resources are not used against domestic entities aka citizens law-abiding tax-paying citizens that pay for all of these resources here now basically you know there's supposed to be an act from like 1940 national security act of 1947 that contained a specific ban on intelligence operatives from operating domestically what i just said but from the 70s it was discovered that many of our wonderful world-renowned three-letter agencies were utilizing these resources and tactics uh illegally and unbeknownst to the public basically you know fbi CIA and NSA, the National Security Agency itself. And also, we fast forward a little bit when we go to, like, say, 9-11. Even though things have happened before then with, like, you know, Bush Sr., we have Bush Jr., we had Clinton, then we have Obama. Um, there have been a lot of uh, repurposing of data collection. Now... It's been said that it's illegal, basically, and you can say it's unethical. And I get it where you may have to find creative ways if you want to catch the bad guys or you want to try and serve and service the people that are paying your paychecks, the, the taxpayers, in a certain manner to make sure things aren't happening. But unfortunately, these things, which bring up a lot of questions, again, with that web, with the uh, YouTube channel that I just talked about, where it's about the CDCs collecting data. And I talked about in a past podcast as well, where the um, 
the White House was utilizing, I forget the agency's name, I don't remember the NIH, I think, I don't remember, no, not NIH, where they were basically tasked with rounding up all the information for all federal workers that did not get the vaccine, specifically them, not anyone, not as a whole, everyone who did get a vaccine who's a federal worker, those federal employees who specifically did not get the vaccine and went for actual uh, religious exemption, not even a medical exemption. So you can feel that something nefarious, something sinister, very questionable is at hand when you have the government working in a very non-transparent form and collecting data and keeping things under wraps. If we're supposed to be a transparent agency because money funded with public funds and you figure Everything should be transparent. Everything should be accountable to John Q. Public. And then anything could actually be labeled as uh, um, national security, just so regular public eyes that are funding this can't pry and ask questions when that's the whole purpose. That's kind of big, big differences, supposedly, with public entities and private entities. So I think about it now, okay, they have so much information that they've been collecting and gathering. A lot of people know this, you know, every, these devices that we use, it, it basically farms data. People already know and blew the top off of like places like uh, Facebook with their, they collect data, they collect data, farm data. And then everything that you do basically is farmed and even sold off to, you know, the lowest or the highest bidder for whatever reasons they want to repurpose it for marketing for you. They want to repurpose it to try and sell you something or just have your name in a database based on your, your actions and your habits and your locations of everything that you go, your history of basically your life. Everyone has access to these things except for you and I. So I thought about it, you know, in a proper world that had proper ethics, I would believe strongly that if a government was taking information, using information, it should be for the welfare. Now, and I thought about it, what can be possibly great for the welfare? What can they use information for tracking people for? Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I don't believe it happens to the capacity that it needs to. Finding missing peoples. About ha more than half a million peoples, including children, go missing every year, right? The unfortunate part is that not everyone comes home. The good part, if you want to look at it statistically, statistically with no, with no emotions attached to it, even any ethics, most of those people are found in a decent amount of time and they're brought home, which is good, which I'm very certain some of these tactics and resources are utilized for such a manner. And many people can easily beg to argue that sometimes some certain peoples would get more prioritized attention than other certain peoples when it comes to finding and tracking down missing people. That's a whole nother show right there. The way I figure it, if you have all this information and data mining that you're doing underhanded, so it means you have FBI, you have CIA, even the military, you have the NSA, you have local law enforcement and other third party entities. Just don't believe that it's only the straight government. There are other entities that are involved with getting this data. We have things on people all over the place. We can use that to make that number to 100% of the people that are coming home. And even cold cases can still be used in this manner because we have the man manpower. We have the man hours. We have the mind power behind it. We also have the funding and resources. Why, is, why aren't these things utilized for these things more often? And that made me think even further on another 
scale for utilizing these. Americans, I don't know globally. I just look for Americans, forgive me. Billions of dollars are utilized or are lost by Americans. Anywhere from the range I saw from five billion to like thirty billion. Who knows what the amount is? For scammers, people who pray, usually unlike a lot of elderly people, people who are just not cognizant of these things and people who send spamming emails, um, spoofing emails, they, people do, you know, um, social engineering basically to get information from you or get their hands on said information. Like I said before, that's collected by previous entities and sold to other people. Now it's on the black market, black web and all types of stuff, whatever. And some people get enough information from you to target you. And Americans are losing billions. I would figure why aren't we going around rounding up people who are domestic and national scammers and then international scammers? Um, I think that, you know, like I said, with, with the previously mentioned three-letter um, um, departments and agencies and these other third-party agencies should utilize these tax dollars and the resources to track people down. They could, if they wanted to, they could track me down in a heartbeat. They want to get me. If they wanted to, they could track down any one of these scammers because a lot of them actually, that's, that's their thing to do. That's their actual job. A lot of people have no idea that there's like a room, an office of these guys. And that's all they do is to prey on people and separate them from their money. And it's, it's, it's a booming industry because if it wasn't, then they wouldn't be doing it as big as they are. Why not? Utilize all these things that you're using to control people and control narratives, silence people, intimidate people. Why aren't we really aware of you utilizing it to actually help the people that's paying for all this to happen? Find more missing people. ASAP, everyone should have the same equal priority, which is high priority. Save all these people billions of dollars in heartache. From these scammers every single day. Right now as I'm speaking, someone's getting scammed, unfortunately. So, um, well, anyways, I don't want to go on. I, I think I went on far, far long enough that I wanted to. I just want to give you guys food for thought about these things that I, that's in my mind that we should be more cognizant about. Anyways, you want to get more of my content, you could go to my website at brooklynbaritone.com. I got merch there. Check it out. There's something there for everybody. You can check out all my media content on my YouTube channel, Brooklyn Baritone. I'm also on LinkedIn under Corey Ashley. You could find me on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm also on the audio versions of these podcasts can be found on Google podcast, Apple podcast and Amazon music, music under podcasts and other various podcast platforms. I also air four times a week on local Brooklyn cable television on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Verizon, Optimum, RCN, and Spectrum. Thank you guys for listening. Thought, think about it. You should start making these people do more work for us. There's a lot more going on, but you know what? I want people to be more cognizant of what's going on, not just in what I just talked about, but everything. Anyways, be good. Well, good. Be blessed. I'm out.